This is Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, WGAM Manchester, WGHM Nashua. All I really want for Christmas are some brand new shoulder pads to protect me from the enemy when he cross-checks me really badly. I would be irate, you'd expect me to retaliate, but to his surprise, I look him in the eyes and say, Happy Holidays! Ah, that's a band called the, the Zambonis, and all they do is sing about hockey. Known them for quite a while now. They're a new, unique bunch, to say the least. Uh, based in the Connecticut, New York area, big time Whalers fans. Check them out. Good stuff. I think they might be going on tour again soon as well. But uh, you are listening to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. This is Jimmy Murphy, your host, Justin Sullivan, working the boards. And we are going to continue to talk some hockey, but more amateur hockey uh, style here as we welcome on uh, a good friend of mine. And the founder of AliveBarn.com, Mr. Farrell Miller. Farrell, how are you? Good, Jimmy. How are you doing today? I'm good, my friend. Happy holidays. And uh, I know that uh, some of our listeners might not be familiar uh, with LiveBarn, so I, I guess this is a chance to tell them what you're all about. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, what we do at LiveBarn is we... We've developed an automated tracking system. So what that means is we put HD cameras in in hockey facilities, basketball, volleyball facilities, and when the cameras are in, we put them in at no cost to the venues. And then once the cameras are in, everything that's taking place in that venue, all the games and practices, are broadcast live online, and they're also all available on demand afterwards. So it gives, you know, parents, grandparents the opportunity to watch games when they can't be there. And then, of course, the kids and the athletes, after their games, you know, can come home, pull up their games, go to their highlights, share the highlights on social media, by email, Facebook. Um, and that's uh, that's like the two-minute summary, Jimmy. And, and why don't you tell the listeners, too, I mean, I know you, you're one of the founders of the company, and really, when did the idea come about for you uh, to – engage in a, a venture like this well with me actually the the idea go, the it kind of goes back about four years when my wife and i were spending a week at a pre-arranged trip in new york and my son had a big game uh you know not in new york so i was going to miss that game and for me it was a little disappointing so uh i, I just thought that there's got to be a better way for me to be able to watch this game uh, if i can't be there in person um, so it took us about two years to develop what we call the automated tracking technology so that the camera automatically follows the play of the game, just like if you're watching on TV. And, you know, after about two years of R&D, when we got that technology working, we, we basically started rolling it out into uh, ice rinks and, and other sports facilities across the United States, and we're now climbing up at around uh, 230, 240 uh, installed uh, venues. 
And what was uh, what's the response been like overall? If you could take us back, I know that obviously I've done I've told the listeners that I've done some work for you, but if you could just tell them sort of the evolution of of the response from the public in the rinks uh, as it's grown and become more known, I know that uh, one of the key uh, elements to help get it out there was the social media and doing that top 10 plays in a week. Uh, just talk about how the word has spread and how it continues to spread out there. Sure, sure. Well, sure. Like, you know, once, you know, because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting, you know, we're, 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 we're broadcasting and we're gathering all the video from all, everything taking place in all these venues. Uh, what we do is we actually keep it, you know, for, for a minimum of 30 days. Um, and, and, and one of the things that we do is when we set up with each new venue, we also give them an opportunity to, to share the revenues which are generated. So we give them each a code, and then on a local basis, each of the venues markets this on a local basis with the code. And, and, and the way it normally works is people pay $14.95 a month, and they can sign up and cancel any month they want to. It's, it's the same thing like Netflix. Um, so when people sign up with, you know, a particular venue's code, they get a 10% discount off the $14 price, and then we're able to track that subscription to the venue, and then we share revenues with the venue for, for those subscribers. And so one of the things we do to co-market with all the venues is we kind of show them how on a weekly basis uh, they, they, you know, they should make the top 10 plays of the week from their particular venue, put it on their, you know, on their website, on their Facebook page, and a lot of the venues across the United States have started to do that. You know, and then when kids kind of see their highlights of their goals or their saves, you know, online and get it and, and, and see it being shared and on social media, it's real exciting to them. So, uh, you know, it, it's getting to the point now where some of the some of the young kids are, you know, when they have games or practices, you know, they ask their parents, hey, is this or that rink, you know, hooked up with Live Barn? You know, because <laughs> they obviously much prefer the venues that have Live Barn as opposed to those who don't. So, so really, so far, the, you know, the reaction's been, uh, you know, really overwhelming. And it's all about really, you know, making it more fun, uh, safer uh, for, for everybody involved in the game. Good segue there. That was going to be my next topic, Farrell. And uh, one of the, the elements that Live Barn brings and, and helps improve in every venue they're in is safety. And I, I remember when we, we first started, you know, we, we would talk to some of the venue owners there and, they were just, they, you know, they're like, oh, that's great. You know, the, the parents can see and everything. But I'm excited about the fact that we can we can increase safety in here and, and just talk about some of the ways that uh, Live Barn has been able to do that for the game and, and for the rinks that they're in. Well, well sure. You know, we, you know, when, you know, in sitting down with some of the leagues, you know, both in Canada and also some of the leagues in the States, uh, in particular the EHF and the New England area, um, you know, they recognized right away that, you know, they had the ability to have all of their games, you know, videoed and broadcast online. You know, essentially, like all the games in the NHL, uh, what, what it did, it has also provided them with a, you know, with, a, with, with, a, with an ability to, to, to observe anything that happened in a particular game. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's a hockey league in, you know, North America that doesn't want to cut down on some of the, you know, some of the dangerous plays, you know, mm-hmm. the hits from behind, uh, you know, the hits to the head. Um, so, you know, I think all the leagues feel that, you know, to the extent that all the players are aware that everything is captured on video, everything is being filmed, 
I think all the leagues feel that that will only cut down on, you know, dangerous plays in the game. And, you know, as long as that, you know, that, that's occurring, uh, you know, we think that's, you know, a big step forward. And that's why a lot of the leagues have, you know, adopted it. Uh, they've been comfortable adopting it because they can go to all their member venues in their league. And because there's no cost to the venues to install the system, um, you know, it really makes it quite easy for the, ve- for the league to, to, to ask all the venues to, to install Live Barn. So that's really what got us going. You know, we, we've only been live, you know, on the air broadcasting for, you know, slightly over one year now. And it's really the leagues that have really driven the widespread implementation, uh, you know, of the product. And I want to let our listeners know as well, especially here in the Merrimack Valley where we're based we're in Nashville, New Hampshire here. There's uh, there's quite a few rinks already signed up around here. You've got the Breakaway Rink in Tewksbury, the Haverhill Valley Forum, the Lawrence Valley Forum, uh, the Gallant Ice Arena on the Merrimack campus, uh, Skate 3 in Tingsboro, uh, the West Side Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire. So right here in, in our immediate area, uh, Live Barn is spreading, Farrell. And if you could tell the listeners uh, you know, what they can do to, to sign up and, and subscribe. Well, as far as listeners just to subscribe, uh, uh, you know, it's really very simple. You just go to LiveBarn.com, and, you know, it's the same thing like signing up for any online product. Um, um, you know, and, and, and the other thing that, that people always, you know, ask us about is when you do have a, a LiveBarn membership, it, it enables you to watch live and on-demand video from all of the venues within our network. Yeah. So it doesn't limit cool. you just to the venues in your area. So if you go online, you want to watch a want to watch a venue in, in, in Colorado or Texas or Toronto, uh, you know, you're free to do so. Uh, you know, we've recently, uh, you know, taken some inquiries about implementing the product in Europe. So that's hopefully something that will, you know, get moving on shortly. Uh, so so th- that's really what it is. And, it's, and once you sign up, uh, as I said, it's, it's a monthly subscription, and, and nobody's locked in. You can sign up and you can cancel at any time you want to. Uh, and while you're a member, you can watch as much video as uh, as you choose. Yeah, I'll tell the listeners now, too. I mean, uh, as they know, if they listen to my show, I, I've been a hockey reporter for a while now. And, you know, I'll be sitting sometimes if I'm covering a Bruins game. I, I, I've been in a press box, and the scouts sit up there with us. Uh, all the NHL team scouts, they're right up there with it, mixed in with the media. And I, I, I think I've told you this, Fal, but I mean, I have had a scout come up to me who signed up for Live Barn because, I mean, basically he can't be in two places at once. And he's scouting a lot of these amateur leagues and, you know, these kids coming up the ranks. And, and he's used that to watch some of the kids he's seen live and then wanted to do some follow-ups with but couldn't make it to the game because he had to be in another place. Uh, so even... Amateur scouts for uh, for NHL teams are using Live Barn, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it is pretty cool, you know, because you know we're starting to do, uh, you know, cause, well, again, across, I guess across 240 uh, venues. I mean, I you know we have all different levels, you know, ranging from the the minis and the squirts, I guess, you know, all the way through up to the junior league. So yeah, obviously, it's a great tool for the uh, for the pro scouts, and uh, you know, but but obviously, you know, from 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 our point of view, the the, the, the most uh, compelling reason is, is we were shocked when we started all the grandparents yeah. who, who are signing up because they <laughs> want to watch their grandchildren and they might live in another part of the country. So that kind of caught us by surprise. And uh, and even parents, you know, you know, obviously everyone's busy and you can't always have both parents there. 
So, you know, the ability to go online, open your iPhone or, you know, or, or connect your, your, your 50-inch TV through Apple TV and be able to watch these games live or on demand is, you know, has, has been proven to be very compelling. So uh, we're just kind of riding it out and we're trying to get, you know, more and more venues, uh, you know, across the United States hooked up. Uh, we, we hope to be, you know, within a few months at 500 installed venues and, uh, and then, and then, and that's really that's what's going on. Well, I know uh, Farrell, you, you're from the Montreal area. That's where we met up there when I was doing some work up there, and we've been friends for a while now. But uh, you know, I, our listeners, obviously, most of them Bruins fans, and the Bruins and Canadians uh, played the other night, and it was a good old rivalry feel. But uh, what's been your take, sort of, on that Bruins Canadians rivalry over the last few years? You think it needs to spice up a bit, or what? Well. There's been a lot of spice in that rivalry over the last couple of years, uh, so 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 I think it's been great. Uh, you know, when I was when I was uh, you know watching the game, you know, the other night on Monday, it, you know, Tuukka Rask had such a phenomenal game. It kind of it was almost like a reverse of some of the games over the last couple of years where Carey Price stole the show. Right. Uh, but you know, really, uh, hats off to Tuukka Rask and the Bruins for, for pulling out the win on uh, Monday and. Uh, you know, uh, only more fun and more rivalry uh, down the road between these two teams, that's for sure. And I know, Farrell, too, you uh, you went to school down in this neck of the woods. Uh, was it Bentley, was it? Uh, close. close. I, I, I always get it confused. That, it's Waltham, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. I went to, I went to Brandeis, which is the Waltham, and actually our hockey team used to share the arena in Watertown. With uh, with the Bentley hockey team, okay, and uh, so we have a lot of fond memories of uh, of those days, and uh, certainly a lot of fond memories of uh, living in uh, living in the Boston region. You know what a hockey atmosphere we have down here. I know I know it can't rival Montreal, but it's it, it's definitely for the states. It's a good hockey area, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, well, even certainly in terms of uh, terms of live barn, you know, we have a lot of facilities in in the Boston region, but. More recently, like you mentioned, we have quite a quite a few in, in New Hampshire also, yep. and uh, we can see just from the signups is that it's been very popular in New, in, in New Hampshire, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts area, and uh, you know it's a, it, it's a real step forward, and uh, it's something we're excited about, and makes you know make, you know it's great when you see the kids kind of sharing the videos, their highlights, and you know getting excited about them being able to watch themselves, uh, you know to, to see themselves on video and how they look and uh you know uh, you know at the end of the day it's all about fun so that's uh that's 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 that, that's what we're trying to I, help with i imagine your little ones are all hooked up on it as well they certainly are yeah they I've must love two, it i've got two of them i got two young sons who uh who both play both involved in hockey and uh they, they of course they really enjoy it good stuff good stuff well farrell always a pleasure my friend thanks for joining us and uh for all listeners out there yes go check it out livebarn.com you can sign up there and, and really, it's it's definitely a great thing if you're a hockey family. Uh, it, it's very beneficial, and I suggest you do it. Farrell, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks, Jimmy. Always a pleasure. Miss you. All right, miss you too, buddy. Ha- happy holidays to you and yours. That is Farrell Miller of LiveBarn.com joining us here in a stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Our next segment, we're going to go down to, I'm going to say it right here, PPG Paints Arena. 
All right, I don't know. Like uh, they have different colors of paint down there. You can you sample? It's not the smoothie king. It's not the no, smoothie, it's not smoothie king. king. As long as it's not the smoothie king. Now, we'll do take they it. have like little things where you can just paint in a wall? They and should. Do, they should make a, like, a, a, a blank wall, and every fan should have a chance to go in and paint something. Yeah, you know, just paint it and make it make it like the the Pittsburgh like ho- hockey murals. Yeah, exactly. It'd be awesome. Yeah, see. We should be marketers, too. Right? Genius. We're good marketers Genius. here on the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. Stay with us. Dan Kongerski of CBS Pittsburgh joins us next on the stretch run. You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. At quarterback, for example, he's got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings them back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. One of the strangest sports stories of the year broke yesterday. A report came out that a Wake Forest football radio broadcaster leaked confidential information to the Demon Deacons' opponents. Tommy Elrod, as a former Wake Forest player and coach, was caught when game preparation material was found around the stadium. A huge betrayal. Teams have always helped broadcasters by sharing football details. I sincerely hope this story won't curtail that practice, because the ones who would pay for that are the fans. A good broadcaster can add so much to a game, and he or she needs the team's help to do their job. Who knows what Elrod was thinking, but one guy certainly doesn't change anything about how hard reporters across the country work. Almost all of them understand the sensitivity of this information, and they treat the game with respect. Almost all of them love the game and would never try to affect the outcome. Nothing that happened at Wake Forest changes that. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Look, folks, if you're paying attention even a little bit, you know the playoff picture is heating up for the top college football programs. And unlike the pros, it's not just the playoffs. We're talking about the bowl games as well. With so many games to watch, I'm going to choose the place with wall-to-wall TVs, and that's Buffalo Wild Wings. And like always, they've got new burgers. How about the cheese curd bacon burger and new sauces like Havana Heat, an exotic blend of spices that adds the perfect amount of heat to your wings while supplies last. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. What's that noise? That's the home security guy. He's installing our alarms. You're going to be safe as clams when I'm done drilling this sucker in. Yeah, maybe we should have gone with Simply Safe. The neighbors love theirs. They set it up in half an hour. No drilling, no wires, no installation fee. And 24-7 professional monitoring is only $15 a month with no long-term contracts. I'll just pop a rug over this hole. It'll be fine. Go to simplysafe.com slash radio now to get free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth $25. Simply Safe. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business with over over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com.
There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall Draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings, beer, sports. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. If a disaster ever struck your home or business, would you know who to call? Make Peniel Environmental your first choice in disaster restoration. Peniel provides comprehensive fire, water, mold, and asbestos remediation services and are family-owned and operated. They clean up and restore every square inch of damage so that it's better than new once they are finished. Plus, Peniel works with all insurance companies and provides the industry's best warranty. For a free consultation, please call 885-317-8236 or visit PenielENV.com. For the best deals in New Hampshire, check out ESPN NH Deals on our website, ESPNNHradio.com. Is there something specifically he's doing differently or better? Net front details, and he's scoring a lot of goals in tight. And uh, you talk to the Pittsburgh Penguins coaching staff, and they will tell you that that's the key to his success this season. His body position is strong, deflecting pucks. The strength in that key battle area, he's incredibly committed. So we know that Sidney Crosby does so many things right, but in terms of the number of goals that he scored this year, the coaches of the Pittsburgh Penguins look to the net front details as a big part of one. Welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy, your host, Justin Sullivan, working the boards. Uh, you think Sidney Crosby was sitting around the first two weeks of the season? I know we, we discussed this with Billy Garen, but I want to discuss it with our next guest here. And I'm thinking, you know, he's sitting around as he's uh, recovering from that concussion, and he's, he's watching McDavid rip it up. He's watching Matthews get all this hype. He... You know, he's watching Patrick Lene, and he's like, hey, hey, by the way, I'm still Sid the Kid. 
maybe not a kid anymore, but I'm still Sidney Crosby, and I, I did just win the Stanley Cup in Conn Smythe, and I did just lead Canada to a World Cup. Um, and then he comes back, and he's just simply ripped it up wherever he's gone in the NHL. He is having an unbelievable start to this 2016-17 season, and I want to talk about that and some Pittsburgh Penguins, Boston Bruins with us right now is Dan Kingerski of CBS Pittsburgh. Is that where you are now, Dan? Yeah, they tell me that, and I show up, they pay me, so it's kind of cool. Nice. All right. Hey, that, that's a good setup you got there. In this business nowadays, sometimes they don't pay you. <laughs> you know, that's the way this business goes, as we know. But uh, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, you've been running in parallel tracks for a while, haven't we? We have, my man. We, uh, we work hard. We work hard. But uh, listen... Just this start by Crosby. We heard Drager there coming in. Uh, he was talking on Insider Trading on TSN last night, talking about sort of uh, the the style he's been playing more, getting down low, getting in the dirty areas, uh, and that net front presence he's had there. What have you noticed most about Crosby in, in the first uh, month and a half that he's been playing this season? Well, the word I've used here is ruthless because there's no wasted movement anymore. He's not trying to score flowery goals. He's not dangling around opponents, setting up pretty plays. It really is just a ruthlessly efficient game he's playing. Get the puck north-south, get to the net, and put it in. He's not uh, making that extra pass to a teammate that he used to. All that stuff that wasted energy. And forgive me, I'm actually... uh, walking into the barn right now. Oh, that's okay. But uh, <laughs> I'm out of breath. I'm getting old, Jimmy. I know but, the feeling. Uh, no, it, 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 yeah, it, it really is just a straight, simple game. I would say two-thirds of the goals he's scored, you know, 14 to 21, have, have been within that, uh, say, five or six feet area. Yeah, and, and, you know, we see these beautiful tip-ins, too, where he's able to utilize that eye-hand coordination that he has. It's just unbelievable. Um, but I asked, we had Billy Guerin on earlier in the show, and, and I did ask him, I said, you know, how much did all that hype on all these new young kids and the way, the new generation that's filtered into the NHL in the last two years, and specifically in that first month where, you know, that was all the hype was around McDavid and, and Matthews and, and what have you. And, 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 you know, he's watching this at home. He can't play. And knowing him and the competitor that he is, it, it had to burn a little fire there inside. And Garen c- agreed completely. He goes, oh, yeah, for sure. He goes, I'm telling you that that's in, you know, fueled him and wanted him. He wanted to go out there and be like, hey, I'm still here, guys. And, and, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm the man. They, they haven't, they haven't, I haven't passed any torch yet. I'm still Sidney Crosby. I still can play like I'm in my prime. Sid is far too classy and and reserved to ever admit that publicly. But, oh, absolutely. And I'll even go a little further back. You look, he went and played the World Championship after the Penguins got bounced early a couple years ago. He captained the World Championship team that no one pays attention to. They went and they won a gold medal, and and he carried that team, uh, you know, to the gold medal. And and it's been that that motivation since. When people started questioning if Jonathan Hayes was a better captain, you know it deep down got under his skin, and it was just one of those motivating factors. And, you know, to take out uh, the first couple months of last season, 
when it was a bad fit, coach, players, you know, here in Pittsburgh. If you take out that small sample, uh, he has just been a, a man on a mission, and that snowball has been getting bigger. And, and, and I think he's really enjoying it. This is kind of like his um, I Told You So tour this year. Yeah, and that's why I played that song for him coming in, How You Like Me Now. Um, but you know what? He hasn't been the only one uh, making the engine go there in Pittsburgh. I mean, this has been a, a complete team effort there. And another guy we mentioned uh, with Billy G was uh, Connor Sheary there. He's having some great success on that line there and, and Hornquist. And, you know, we had Billy Jaffe on before that, and something he mentioned was – uh, when you when you throw young players like that or players that aren't used to sit and you put them on lines, and we've seen how many wingers he's had over the years, the, it's not so much that they can't keep up with him physically. It's more that they need to learn how he thinks the game. And nobody's ever going to think it the way Sidney Crosby does, but they can you know, at least try and, and learn those tendencies, learn the way he sees it. And I wonder your reaction to that and how those two gentlemen have uh, – have sort of thought the game and found their way on that line with Crosby. Well, yeah, there, there's no doubt that Sheary has a high hockey IQ. Uh, the jury is still out. If if that line creates him, or if he helps create that line, and I, just being brutally honest, you know, I can say some things. Maybe a Penguins assistant GM can't say he hasn't had great success or even consistent production off of that line yet. But, hey, look, uh, many a player has tried to play with Sidney Crosby and wasn't up to the task. So the Penguins feel like they found a key that fits in Connor Sheary, and they're going to keep running with that. And and I, and I don't think they have anybody else, mm-hmm. really. Uh, you know, Chris Kunitz, at this point in his career, is much better suited to playing with Evgeny Malkin in that style, perhaps even a bottom-six role for Kunitz. Then you look at the rest of the roster in terms of left wing. And, yeah, it, it's Connor Sheary's job. You you look at this lineup right now, um, and, you know, I, I think the, the general hockey fan, they know the names of the, the Latangs, the Malkins, the Crosbys, the Flurries, and even now maybe Matt Murray, obviously, with the run he had last year. But who's a guy you could maybe tell Bruins fans here uh, in the New Hampshire area when they're watching that game tonight to maybe keep an eye on that could eventually uh, become more of a household name? You know what? I, I'll t- I don't know if it will become a household name. That may be overstating it. I'm loving the way Justin Schultz is finally playing the game. The Penguins coaching staff, uh, Sergei Gonchar, you know, formerly of, of the Bruins and well-known up there, he and Mike Sullivan have spent a ton of time with Schultz on his play away from the puck, and, and he's been on, on an offensive pair. He had a six-game point streak, um, you know, scored in seven of eight, and he's just playing a really heady, uh, great puck-distributing type of game. I'm having a lot of fun watching him play. Uh, another guy, I don't think, uh, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm going to stop there because anybody else I say probably pales in comparison. The, the Penguin stars are the guys driving this ship and the guys who will drive it. Yeah, I'm with you. Now. And, yeah, that's good that Schultz is finally finding his uh, sort of his spot there because he was so hyped when he came into the league as, a, as an un, you know, undrafted free agent there. And I, I just feel like, you know, it never, he never lived up to hype that maybe 
you know, it wasn't his fault he was hyped that much. And and it's tough sometimes when these kids come in and that happens right off the bat. And it's almost like you're set up to fail. So I'm glad he's finding a spot there that's good for him. Another thing we discussed with with Garen was the goaltending situation there. Um, And it, it appears from the outside that a torch is being passed. And I don't know if that's an overstatement in itself, but uh, obviously Murray has played better to flurry this uh, to this point in the season. And you look at the run he had in the playoffs last year, uh, and Flurry's name keeps popping back up in the trade rumors. Uh, yeah. The thing with that, though, Dan, is and it's not the first time it's happened for Flurry. The thing with that, though, to me, is a the goalie market's not good out there right now, and, and it's we it's rare that we see in season a big name goalie dealt away. I mean, I know we saw Ryan Miller a couple of years ago. We we've seen it happen with some other goalies in the past, but it's rare in season, especially this early in the season, that we see that happen. So it would it would appear that that is the the tandem you're going to see for the foreseeable future. But that being said, come the end of the year. When they have that expansion draft, are we going to see Flurry's name in there? You know, uh, I, I tend to think that's... Well, actually, if there is a trade, it's going to happen before the expansion draft. The Penguins may even play some games to keep Flurry. you know, perhaps giving up a pick so they can double their investment uh, to deal Flurry to a different team or uh, deal him before that, that mid-June mark when uh, Vegas starts to interview players and really starts to go after some guys. It's been a weird situation, and you can't help but feel for Marc-Andre Fleury. He's such a, a remarkable teammate and a, and a human being. It just hasn't worked this year. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you what, I mean, he's played extraordinarily well, except you know, for a few games in November. He was on point. But the chances he was seeing uh, against were, were just, he, he was being hung out to dry there. There's just no two ways uh, to say it. Uh, the, the team was not generating scoring chances. One theory is that they were trying too hard to make him look good, mm-hmm. and it, it was kind of backfiring. And Matt Murray is this very calm, quiet, steely kind of guy. And, and that, I, I think, actually helped the Penguins propel them to a Stanley Cup and helped them this season. Because it's just this entirely different vibe that, that, that he brings. And, um, yeah, it, it's time for Flurry to find a new situation. I keep waiting for him to pull a, a you know, a Danny Lemieux, grab the phone and say, trade me right now, and hang up the phone. You know, and he, he probably should, but he's too good of a human being to do that to, to the Penguins. So, yeah, this will probably play out in, uh, early June or, or just after a Stanley Cup run if the Penguins are so fortunate. I hear you. Quickly, before we let you go here, Dan, I want to ask, you know, the Bruins, uh, regardless of records over the last few years, um, the Bruins and Pens have had some very tight games, and, and the Bruins have been able, they, they may not always win them, but they've been able to um, keep the score close there and not let things get out of hand. I don't know if that's going to be the case tonight. I I, I I tend to think it, it might the Bruins might be in for a long night. How would they prevent themselves uh, from just having that long night that I envision? Well, what the Penguins do is they suck you into a skating game. Um, some teams have tried to clamp down, and the Penguins just start shooting from the rafters. 
they're just all over the ice peppering uh, goalies with pucks, and that and and that sometimes pulls defensemen out of position, pulls forwards out of clogging up the the center of the ice or between the dots. I want to see Boston tonight bring their A defensive game. I want to see what this Penguins team has when someone tries to hit them, when someone really sticks to their guns and doesn't play their game. I think Boston has has the right personnel. I'm really curious and anxious to see tonight. Yeah, it will be interesting. I think it's going to be a good game, and uh, you know the Bruins could definitely use the win here because uh, they are kind of that bubble team right now. And it's obviously a big boost when you can beat a, a team like the Penguins, but we know the Penguins are going to come out flying, as they always do, like you pointed out. Dan, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll get you on down the line again, all right? When you're in Pittsburgh, the uh, Guinness is on me. That sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, man. Right, have, fun. have a good one. That is Dan Kangarski of CBS Pittsburgh Radio joining us here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. And uh, Sidney Crosby, still the one. Everybody wants to say Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid and Eichel and Laney are taking over. Not quite yet. Watch that game tonight and you'll see what I mean. As the Boston Bruins and the Pittsburgh Penguins square off in Pittsburgh. And it will be live here on ESPN New Hampshire at 730. Stay with us though. One more segment of Stretch Run and then we'll do the ESPN New Hampshire Bruins pregame show here on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. 
ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area, from high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Happy birthday to one Spider Stacy. You may ask who that is. He's a flute player. He plays guitar as well. For the Pogues, one of my favorite Irish bands. Check them out. Go Google that. Go YouTube it. You'll understand why. It is his birthday today. So happy birthday, Spider Stacy, from the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I am your host, Jimmy Murphy. He is Justin Sullivan. We have one segment left here in the Stretch Run, and then we've got the Bruins, the ESPN New Hampshire Bruins pregame show for you, and uh, what we'll do is we'll open a segment up, Justin and I, and we'll uh, we'll do, have some good hockey banter, go over the uh, the lineup for tonight and the starting goalies, and give maybe some predictions of what might happen in this tilt Bruins and Penguins seven thirty live here in ESPN New Hampshire, and then in the final two segments. Uh, we are going to replay our interviews with Billy Jaffe of Nesson and NHL Network. Uh, it was a great interview there, and we thank Billy for taking the time. And then, of course, another Billy joined us, and that would be the assistant general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins and a former Boston Bruin, uh, Bill Guerin, was on with us earlier. So we'll replay that during the Bruins pregame show. Definitely want to Billy stay tuned for that. Yeah, Billy and Billy. It's like a, like a law firm, like us, like Sully and Murphy. Sully and Murphy, yeah. Sullivan and Murphy. Sullivan and Murphy, radio law. Hmm. Here we go. I like that. Here we go. Here put we Bob, go. Put Bob Bardis with us? Yeah, Hello, exactly. Exactly. Bob Bardis will be our advisor, our legal advisor here on Sullivan and Murphy radio law. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, getting in trouble and, and laying down the law... Uh, so last night, the uh, I don't know if you heard about this. This was crazy, and uh, I should have sent the highlights to uh, to Sully to have ready for the show. But um, the Carolina Hurricanes go into the third period playing the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, excuse me, the Florida, Florida Panthers. Panthers. Yes. Yeah, so no, wait, I'm all messed up here. It was the Florida Panthers. Yes, were in Minnesota, and they were playing. The Minnesota Wild. I was thinking of the other game that was oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Carolina-Vancouver Canucks game was insane because Carolina was trailing 5-2 headed into the third <laughs> and then scored six goals in the third period to win the game 8-6. Uh, to six. Yeah. It was insanity. 
Uh, and I think the Vancouver Luongo connection here got me messed up. So that, that, that's called a uh, poop fest. A poop fest. <laughs> yeah. Roberto Luongo, the goalie for the Florida Panthers, did not have a good night, and he has not had many good nights. I guess he does not have a good record in Minnesota. Uh, at the XL Energy Center, and him and his Florida Panthers lost 5-1 to one, uh, to the Minnesota Wild last night. And after the game, uh, interim head coach and also the GM of the Florida Panthers, Tom Rowe, also Lynn, Massachusetts native, uh, he also used to work with the Loch Ness Monsters in Lowell, uh, he's coaching the Panthers now, and he was asked about Luongo's history in Minnesota and another bad performance, and here's what he had to say. Tom Roberto's had a lousy history in this building. Do you say anything to him after a game like this? Yeah, that's a ridiculous question, to be honest with you. Okay, so enough. I'm not going to answer that. He's a great goaltender, one of the best in the world. So he's been unbelievable for us. I'm not insinuating any of this was. Well, that's 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 a stupid question. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Tom. <laughs> that, was a, that was almost. I would say it's almost a Bill Belichick like answer, like just. No, nope. He, it's yeah. not, he answered the question, but it's, no, no, it's just you're stupid. That's a stupid <laughs> question. Why would you? Why would you even go away? Just, Thing I, is, go is away. it's not really a stupid Has question. A stupid question. I mean, it's kind of like if somebody asked Belichick about Brady in Denver. I mean, that's not. No, that's it's a, a legit it's, question. It's a valid question, he and that's a valid like question. Luongo sucks in Minnesota. You know, just like he sucks in TD Garden. It's a very, it was a very valid. Question. You know, I just love the answer. That's but the answer is great. Why, yeah. Why, why yeah you, we have to save that in a bank. Yeah, <laughs> it's a stupid question. Yeah. This is a stupid that. question. I love that. That's funny. A stupid question, and this is a poop fest. <laughs> a poop fest. Garbage. Poop fest. We're just full of new sound bites this week. Poop fest. Oh. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. I know. We Good gotta, stuff. I gotta get the uh, I gotta get the donkey hee honk for tomorrow. So <laughs> when we when we bring up uh, Denver, we can we can play the donkey hee honk as well. Garbage. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, by the way, we will be doing our uh, NFL picks tomorrow, but I'll be doing it remotely with you. Yes. Uh, you, you, Another trip you to B-dubs. Yep. We will be broadcasting live, well, I will, with uh, Pete Terrier, live from the Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, 8 Loudon Road is the address. Come on by. Say hello. We'll be there 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, and uh, it, it's good. They've got the uh, the boneless Thursdays going on. I think mm. uh, the mm-hmm. boneless wings are half price. Uh, I will be partaking in my Parmesan garlic again, uh, as well as um, the honey barbecue. I might, I might mix it up. I'm definitely going Parmesan garlic. That's that's my go-to now. Honey, honey barbecue is where I'm at. I honey barbecue is awesome. I love awesome. that honey I've been barbecue. doing that two weeks in a row, though, so I might have to check out a new flavor, though. And they've got uh, some great beer specials. They've got uh, 349 Bud and Bud Light Talls, as well as uh, four ninety nine uh, Goose Island IPA. So we'll be there broadcasting live from the Concord one, and then the following week we will be in Manchester, New Hampshire, at the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester at the Buffalo Wild Wings there. So uh, looking forward to that as well. Uh, and I, I don't know, man. I don't have ten wings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to up it up. Yeah, up you, the ante. You Might definitely got to fifteen. You definitely got to up the ante on that. You got to go with the med, the medium there. You got to get, you got to get some more yeah. wings in you. Yeah, I'm gonna chow down tomorrow. I've been good this week. I've been eating healthy, <laughs> so I deserve it. You deserve it. A little I treat. Deserve it. Exactly. A little Thursday treat. That, little th- that Thursday spread, by the way, that Thursday night game. When I looked at it today, oh, yeah. to, to start my my preview, you know, kind of look at fifteen and a half for Seattle. Fifteen and wow. a half point favorites over the Rams. I don't know if I could do that. Can any NFL team lose by 15 and really well, yeah. that that badly? That badly? 
Oh God, that's that's that scares the heck out of me. Fifteen and a half. Yeah. My God, that's that's the biggest one I've seen so far this year. It's ridiculous. Sixteen. I got it up to now oh, on the boy. site I'm on now. Sixteen. And by the way, we got a Saturday game this weekend. Yeah, I Saturday night game. I'm really looking forward to this lo- one. Yeah. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Uh, a big AFC East tilt. Actually, those guys will probably have a great game. Garbage. But I mean, the Dolphins are still in it. Right, I mean, they're still mathematically in it, so yes, they have something to play it, for. Tannehill being out, that, uh, I don't know. I don't was know. it Matt Moore? Matt Moore, yeah, he's the quarterback. I had to now. look up his first name. I couldn't. I, I knew who he was when he came in, but I had to look up his first name. I'm uh, perusing some of the games here. Uh, I'll tell you one game that that looks tricky. That and we've seen the Bears. They hung with the Lions last week. Yeah, they're uh, hosting the Packers. It's a division rival game. That's always tight. That could be a big trap game for the Packers there. Ugh, I, the, I've it's been, not who I'd want. I'd rather play like a really good team when yeah. I'm trying to make the playoffs. I've been, I've been. So down you don't have that letdown at all. And they've killed me. They've killed they've me been, the last couple. They've weeks. been on a roll, man. I know. I, really, I'm, I'm ready. To you pick know, them I the, hate the Packers, and the Bears I'm giving them credit. Out, the Bears helped me out last year. The Bear, or last week, the Bears, Bears got me a win last week. But I don't know if I get. There's some real stinkers. Though. I mean, all right, we got the Lions <laughs> and the Giants will be a good game. Yep. You got the Eagles and Ravens. Garbage. Packers Bears, poop fest, Colts Vikings, wait what? Browns Bills, garbage. Titans Chiefs will be a great one. Good one. Yep, that's a good. One. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Jaguars Texans, poop fest. Texans still in it though because they are undefeated. Wait what? Uh, the Steelers and the Bengals, garbage. Yeah, garbage. Saints and Cardinals, garbage. <laughs> 49ers, Falcons. Poop fest. And that's a 14-point spread, by the way. Falcons <laughs> yeah. giving 14. Uh, and then the Donkeys hosting the Patriots. That's going to be the game. Uh, Raiders-Chargers will be an awesome game. They always play great games. In San Diego, too. Raiders coming off a loss. There we go. Oh, yeah. And so it begins. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. That is Trevor Simeon at his press conference today. <laughs> Uh, Buccaneers Cowboys, the Sunday night game here. That that one, that's gonna be I'm awesome. Gonna have, I'm gonna have a problem with that one because I love my boys right now and I love the Bucks. So yeah. that's a hard one to pick. I think it was, I want to say it was four and a half when I looked. I don't know what it is now, but it, that's gonna be a, a tough one for me because I've been I've been riding both of those and they've been pretty good for me. You yeah. Know? So I, the Bucks have been playing really well though, and you know I I can't as much as. I love my boys. The Bucks have been playing well. I might have to go there. I might have to, well, I might have to take the point so, there. You know what was a bummer uh, to so hear? So sad. Uh, he was a great hockey man, by the way, and a Canadian. So, obviously, he loves the game of hockey. Um, but I grew up watching this show. Uh, I'm sure people my age can relate. And uh, Growing growing Pains with Alan Thick, Kirk Cameron. Actually, Leonardo DiCaprio was in that show for, for a stint as well. Um, but Alan Thick passed away. Playing the game he loved last night. He had a heart attack while playing hockey with his son. So tragic. So so we send our thoughts and condolences out to uh, his family and friends and fans. And uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him way back at a Dennis Leary uh, charity hockey game he played. He was a really cool guy. Really cool guy. I think we played it all the way to the end there. Oh, yeah, we'll play it again. We'll play it again. (laughs) So uh, we'll send this one out for Alan Thick. Rest in peace, my friend.